What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams, and today we open a brand new book here on Renegades Reviews, a brand new month, a brand new theme. We're going to be talking Marvel movies this month, and we're going to start with 1998's Blade. Starring Wesley Snipes and Boucher Wright, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson, Donal Logue, Sanaa Lathan, and Tracy Lords. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And as I said during the introduction, today we begin a brand new month and a brand new theme here on Renegades Reviews. Today we're going to begin discussing... Marvel movies, and I figured we're better to start than with 1998's Blade, a movie where, like I'll get to, into at the end, arguably, without the success of this, there would have been no X-Men franchise, no Spider-Man franchise, no MCU as we know it. So before we get into all that, let's get into Blade, shall we? Our movie opens in 1967 and a pregnant woman is attacked by a vampire, which causes her to go into premature labor. The doctors are able to save the baby, but the woman dies of an unknown infection. We then jump forward, and it's 30 years later, 1997, and the child has grown up to become a vampire hunter named Blade. Blade is a half-human, half-vampire hybrid who possesses all of the supernatural abilities of the vampires, but without any of their weaknesses. The only exception is his requirement to consume human blood. Blade goes to and raids a Los Angeles rave club, which is owned by a vampire named Deacon Frost. The police end up taking a deceased vampire to the hospital where he awakens and kills Dr. Curtis Webb and feeds on hematologist Karen Jensen before escaping the hospital. Blade brings Karen to a safe house where she is treated by Blade's friend, Abraham Whistler. Whistler tells Karen that he and Blade have been waging a secret war against the vampires using weapons based on their elemental weaknesses, such as sunlight, silver, and garlic. Since Karen is now marked by the bite of a vampire, both Whistler and Blade tell her that she should leave the city. Meanwhile, at a meeting of the Council of Pureblood Vampire Elders, Frost, who is the leader of a faction of younger vampires, is rebuked for attempting to incite a war between the humans and the vampires. Since Frost and his kind are not natural-born vampires, they are considered socially inferior within the vampire hierarchy. In retaliation, Frost has one of the vampire elders killed and strips the others of their authority. Karen 
returns to her apartment and is attacked by police officer Krieger, who is a familiar. Now, a familiar is a human who is loyal to vampires with hopes that his master will turn him into a vampire. Blade is able to subdue Krieger and use information gathered from him in order to locate an archive which contains pages from Erebus, the vampire Bible. Blade and Karen encounter Pearl, a morbidly obsessed vampire, and they torture Pearl with a UV light, which gets him to reveal that Frost wants to command a blood ritual in which he would use 12 pure-blood vampires in order to awaken the blood god, the Magra. And Blade's blood is the key to everything. Later on at the hideout, Blade injects himself with a special serum, which helps to suppress his urge to drink blood. Unfortunately, the serum is beginning to lose its effectiveness due to overusage. Officer Krieger finds Frost and informs him of what happened, and as a result, Frost kills Krieger. While experimenting with the anticoagulant EDTA as a possible replacement serum, Karen discovers that it explodes when combined with vampire blood. She manages to create a vaccine that can cure the infected, but learns that it will not work on Blade. Karen is confident, though, that she can cure Blade's bloodthirst, but it could take her years of treating it. Frost and his men attack the hideout, infect Whistler, and abduct Karen. When Blade returns, he begrudgingly assists Whistler in committing suicide. Blade then goes to Frost's penthouse in an attempt to rescue Karen and discovers that his mother, Vanessa Brooks, is still alive. Vanessa reveals to Blade that she came back to life on the night that she was attacked. And Vanessa goes on to reveal that Frost is the one who turned her into a vampire, which prompts Frost to further reveal that he is who attacked Vanessa in the first place. Blade is then subdued and taken to the Temple of Eternal Night, where Frost plans to perform the ritual to summon Lamagra. Karen is thrown into a pit to be devoured by Dr. Curtis Webb, who has transformed into a decomposing zombie-like creature. Karen is able to injure Webb and escapes. Blade gets drained of his blood, but Karen allows him to drink from her, which allows Blade to recover. Frost is able to complete the ritual and obtain the powers of Lamagra, and Blade confronts Frost after destroying all of his minions, including his own mother, Vanessa. During the fight, Blade injects Frost with all the syringes, and the overdose of EDTA causes his body to inflate and explode, finally killing Frost. Karen offers to continue helping Blade, 
to cure himself. But instead, he asks her to create an improved version of the serum so that he can continue his crusade against the vampires. And our film draws to its conclusion one year later in Moscow as Blade confronts another vampire. As I said in the beginning, this was the very first theatrically released Marvel Comics film since 1986's Howard the Duck. Now, Howard the Duck, we're going to get into at the very end of the month. It's the last movie I'm going to do. Blade turned a $45 million budget into $131.2 million. And like I said, arguably, without the success of Blade, there would be no X-Men franchise, there would have been no Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and then Andrew Garfield, and there would be no MCU. Blade took a character that, to the masses, was not very well known, threw him into the mainstream, and was a huge resounding success. So we really, really owe everything that Marvel has done since then, and especially the success of the MCU, to Wesley Snipes, throwing this on his back and saying, I got this. Blade is an amazing film, and I think part of why I like it is because I'm such a fan of horror movies anyway, so the whole vampire aesthetic, I think, really appealed to me when I first went to go see it back in 1998, but, you know, having been raised on things like Dracula, seeing a man who's half human, half vampire, that has all their strengths, none of their weaknesses, can go out in the sun and is just on the hunt to kill these bastards. I think that appealed to me right out of Jump Street. And then the fact that it's Wesley Snipes. You know, next to Sam Jackson, Wesley Snipes is probably one of the baddest MFers out there. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of Demolition Man and his role of Simon Phoenix in that film. And then Blade. Both of those roles for Wesley Snipes are like two of my absolute favorites of his. Do you agree with me that without the success of Blade, we probably would have no MCU? Let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts about that over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts down here. But when it comes to my rating of Blade, I'm going to give it four out of five stars. There were a couple spots in the movie that I think the tempo of the film slowed down a little bit too much for my liking. But overall, I really, really enjoyed the film. It's a great jump off point for us as we begin the brand new month. We're going to do the whole Blade trilogy here these first three days. And then we're going to go straight into the MCU chronologically via timeline, not order of release. So 4th of July, Captain America, baby. I did this on purpose because I thought, what better way to celebrate the 4th of July than Captain America? 
But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Four out of five stars for Blade, though. I just absolutely adore this film. And I hope that you guys, too. Make sure you guys get out there on social media. Try to get those hashtags trending for me. Hashtag Casa de 18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network for all the official merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Get you your Renegade J.J. Williams shirt, Dad's Not Always on Wrestling, Stat Boy Sports Bar, hashtag Stat Boy Approved, hashtag Shenanigans. Get you your official merchandise of the Jeff Meacham Network, three different designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from, along with Talk Wrestling, Meachamania, and more. It's summertime. That means pool parties, barbecues, and beaches. Score yourself a tank top off the site. You can get you either a Renegade J.J. Williams tank top or Michamania tank top, both available at teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. Get out there, show your love, show your support. While you're out there showing your support, do what that ticker tells you to do. Do you enjoy my content? Do you enjoy me bringing you guys daily videos? Are you guys grateful for the fact that I'm out here weathering triple-digit heat to bring you guys brand new content on a daily basis. If so, show me a little bit of love and support. Go to the PayPal link that's scrolling across the bottom of the screen. Make a small donation. Keep in mind, I'm not monetized yet, guys. So if you guys enjoy my content, go to that link. Send me a couple bucks. It's the only way I'm going to make anything right now while I try to get my viewership hours up enough so that I can monetize. You don't want to send a monetary donation? Go to the Linktree link. Click on the link for my Amazon movie wish list. Purchase a movie off my wish list. I'm constantly updating it, constantly adding new movies to it. Pick a movie out that you think you'd like to see me review. Order it when it comes, and I open it on Renegade Recap. I'll give you a shout-out. And then when I work it into my monthly themes and actually get to review it, I'll give you guys another shout out and I'll show you guys the same amount of love that you guys show me. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we take a look at 2002's Blade 2 starring Wesley Snipes, Chris Christopherson, Ron Perlman, Norman Reedus, Donnie Yen, and Lenore Varela. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, as we continue the Blade trilogy and the beginnings of Marvel Month. Thank you to all my loyal fans for tuning in. Join me today if you've been watching along the premiere, leaving your comments over here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. All my loyal viewers that tune in a little bit later in the day, watch on demand. 
leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of my loyal fans and viewers who tune in for me on a regular basis. Thank you guys very much. I will see you guys next time.